This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. A management report shows that major felonies and quality-of-life tickets are way up, while welfare processing is way down in New York City under Mayor Eric Adams. It's Monday, September 18th, and this is your New York Daily News. Today's forecast calls for a rainy day in New York City, with a high near 71 and a low near 60. Before today's top story... New Yorkers with cars will pay more to park starting next month when meter rates start increasing around the city. As they do now, meters will cost more in the busy streets of Manhattan than on the less congested avenues of the Bronx, Brooklyn, or Queens. Rates will increase the most in the city's high-traffic areas. Manhattan drivers will see the increase first, with prices going up on October 16th. Added up, two hours of metered parking in the city's busiest areas will cost $14.50, a boost of 21% from the current $12 charge. A full map of parking meter rates can be found on the City Department of Transportation website. Meanwhile, Mayor Adams' administration and the federal government have agreed on a deal for the city to use Floyd Bennett Field in southern Brooklyn to house migrants after weeks of back-and-forth talks and protests. Adams, who's come under attack in recent days for saying the migrant crisis would destroy New York City, announced the agreement late Friday afternoon, but instead of thanking President Biden and his administration for coming to terms, he instead focused his praise on Governor Hochul, whose vow to reimburse the city for its use. The mayor's announcement drew immediate ire from Councilwoman Joanne Ariola, a Republican who's been vocal over the use of spaces to house migrants. In a statement from her office, Ariola said she's committed to asking a judge on Staten Island to halt the opening of the facility to migrants. Adams' relationship with Biden has been frosty for months. He's blamed his fellow Democrat, who's facing a presidential election next year, for not doing enough to help the city with the migrant crisis and has demanded more money and faster work authorizations for migrants. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Police response times and reported major felonies increased dramatically in New York City this past fiscal year, while the number of of quality-of-life summonses handed out by the NYPD doubled, according to Mayor Adams' mandatory management report released Friday. The details from the report, which provides data on the effectiveness of city services, come as Adams has made public safety the main focus of his administration. In vowing that the safety of New Yorkers is his top priority, Adams has defended keeping NYPD spending effectively flat over the past two city budget cycles while lowering funding for various other agencies, citing the city's grim fiscal outlook. Against that backdrop, the new mayor's management report for fiscal year 2023 provides a sobering portrait of public safety efforts in the city and raises questions about their effectiveness. The report, which must by law be released by City Hall every year, covers Adams' first full fiscal year as mayor from July 1, 2022 through this past June 30th. 
In that time span, the city saw 126,929 major felony crimes, according to the report. That's up from the 119,313 major felonies reported in fiscal year 2022, a 6% increase. Some of the most serious crime categories have gone down, including murders and non-negligent manslaughters, which there were 424 of in fiscal year 2023, compared to 465 in the previous one. The NYPD's response times to crimes in progress, meantime, are not going in a desired direction. The average response time to all crime categories in the latest reporting period was 14 minutes and 24 seconds, the slowest rate when compared to at least the past five fiscal years, the report reveals. The fiscal year 2023 rate was nearly two minutes longer than the average fiscal year 2022 response time. An Adams spokesman blamed the slow response times on several factors beyond any administration's control, including a drastic increase in outer borough traffic congestion and higher call volumes. We take this issue extremely seriously, and we'll be announcing steps soon to ensure we reduce wait times and keep New Yorkers experiencing crises safe, the spokesman said. The new report states the NYPD handed out 134,580 such summonses in fiscal year 2023, a 100% increase from the 67,408 in fiscal year 2022. A category Adams administration is performing historically poorly in is the processing of food stamps and cash assistance benefits, providing relief to low-income New Yorkers. In fiscal year 2023, the city's short-staffed Human Resources Administration only processed 28.8% of all cash assistance applications within the 30-day period mandated by state and federal law, the report shows. That's far below the 96% processing target the Adams administration set for fiscal year 2023 and below the 82.3% rate in fiscal year 2022 as well. Processing of food stamps, commonly known as SNAP benefits, was not much better. The report shows that the Human Resources Administration processed 39.7% of all SNAP claims within the timeliness window stipulated by law in fiscal year 2023, falling well short of the administration's 90.6% goal. The report blames the plummeting processing rates on an unprecedented and continuing increase in applications, as well as fewer staff due to attrition and retirements. The fact sheet also held up some statistics in areas like affordable housing development and youth services. On the housing front, the city reported creating or preserving 26,687 affordable housing units in fiscal year 2023, an increase over the 22,676 in fiscal year 2022, but a lower figure than the three fiscal years before that. The city did not break down how many of those units were preserved versus how many were created. In a written statement released with the fact sheet, Adams characterized his latest mayoral management report as a victory in progress. As I say often, New York is not coming back. New York is back. And the numbers from our first full fiscal year in office show it, his statement said. There is still more work to do, but this report shows that we are notching critical victories that will improve the lives of all New Yorkers. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer 
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.